important to discuss now lithium, the lithium market and ways to invest in this space. David Jekyllbaum is with us, analyst covering oil and gas exploration and production over at Cowan to explain recent report. You've been looking at next gen materials. Explain what's going on here. We have the China story, but you have um, areas that you like, names that you like. Explain the big picture before we get specific into the names. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, look, next generation materials, lithium, rare earths, um, some other materials that we don't cover, such as nickel and cobalt, um, graphite, various parts of the EV value chain. Um, we still think that EV demand in general, at Cowan, we believe that the market is going to go towards 35% of plug-in hybrids and full battery electric vehicles as a percentage of total vehicle sales by 2030. The world's at 10% today. That still represents a tremendous amount of growth. We think this is secular. You look at near term, though, uh, you brought up the fact China, you saw a series of, of COVID-related lockdowns late in the first quarter, uh, early second quarter. And I think what you're seeing China right now, it's lost on some investors that China comprises about 56% of that EV market globally. Uh, and, and they're really driving most of the growth right now. And I think what you've seen is early data in June suggests that EV sales in China are over 570,000 units. That compares to, to almost an average of around 350,000 uh, during the first quarter. Month over month, up from, up from May, I think you're up about 36% month over month. And if you start annualizing the June numbers, even if it accounts for some of the pent-up demand, maybe that was delayed, uh, this is up almost 108% year over year. And, and what this means is that you think about incrementally adding a few million EVs globally every year, now, that equates to about 150,000 tons of demand on the lithium side. Now, the market right now is only about you know, 450,000 uh, tons per year. Uh, so you're talking about tremendous amount of demand growth and, and supply, in our view, just is not keeping up with that, which means it's, it's, a, it's a very opportune time to look at some of these lithium equities that have underperformed the S&P by almost 18% in the last month alone. Yeah, and I saw uh, some of the names that you were talking about, right? You have about uh, five names plus here. Albemarle would be one of them. Um, that's a name that has been beaten down. But to your point that there is going to be a lot of demand for lithium and rare earths and for EVs overall, and those are obviously factors within that, and that there is market tightness in lithium in particular. So what are some of the best ways to um, invest and make some money off of this evident trend that you're talking about? Yeah, so again, I think right now, you know, we've had several other guests talking about just economic conditions perhaps improving a bit, just earnings expectations coming in too low. You know, I think a lot of the sellers that we've seen on the investor side talk about fears of a recession impacting vehicle sales. Now, as you see EVs just taking greater market share, there's obviously a lot of relative stability in that market and on demand side. A lot of these lithium producers, we like Alchem a lot out of Australia, ticker AKE, we like Albemarle a lot as well here in North America. It's one of the largest incumbent producers in the world. And Living Corporation, uh, which is also a very attractively valued name right now, with several growth uh, expansions coming online in Argentina. So, you know, I think for so investors looking for a lower risk profile, we like Albemarle. We still see a considerable amount of upside to our price target of almost $300 a share. And we think most importantly, as you get into second quarter earnings, we think both Albemarle and Livent are going to be guiding the street at least 10% above where pricing expectations are for the full year. We think that's really the next leg for investing in these names that now when you look at the lithium universe in general, it is the most inexpensive it's ever been on a forward EBITDA multiple basis. 
Now, many of these names in our universe now are trading sub seven times in 2023. It's almost half of what they were last year. Uh, so again, we think that, that, that cash flow visibility is improving. We see opportunities for multiple expansion and pricing is actually improving very much, even though you've seen spot pricing coming off about 10% in the last month. We think a lot of that was what we talked about before, Chinese-related demand, COVID-related lockdowns. Uh, as, as you sort of see this China reopening trade in the back half of the year, and perhaps maybe a, a little bit of a softer landing around EV sales, you're still going to see a tremendous amount of growth. And I, I think it bodes extremely well for some of these lithium names that actually can fund most of their expansion uh, you know, with internally generated cash flows. And I think it also sets up well for some of the emerging producers like Lithium Americas Corporation that has their first projects coming online in late and third quarter yeah. and Piedmont, uh, which also has you know, their first operation coming online in, in Canada in the back half of this year. Yeah, you mentioned Piedmont just now, PLL and um, Lithium Americas, LAC would be the ticker symbol there, AKE, the other one from Australia and ALB for Albemarle. Um, what's interesting is how Elon Musk gave a boost to the group saying that lithium batteries are the new oil. And the groups liked that. Um, and the group did a little better on something like that. But at the same time, you have what's going on in Washington and now a little step back from EVs and subsidies and such um, as they have to focus more on chips and some of the immediate things. So I wonder if without that Washington assistance, whether EVs will be as popular. You noted that in China, for example, which is in lockdown, has come out of lockdown, that the second half now will likely see some more growth. Because right now, with the growth numbers were terrible. We just got the very latest. Yeah, absolutely. But look, I think what you're seeing out of DC is there's still some potential policy support um, for EV consumers, uh, EV manufacturers. You're still seeing the major OEMs like Ford and GM, obviously Tesla, um, you know, as, as a pure play in EVs. But, you know, your traditional auto OEMs that are dedicating the majority of their capital expenditures, hundreds of billions of dollars towards EV manufacturing. That's not something that you pivot away from. Obviously, the U.S. Uh, on the policy side is, is, is trying to shore up the supply chain. But you're also seeing two factors I think are critically important. One. The, the Department of Energy is starting to approve loan applications, so there is some loan co low-cost financing to try to reshore the North American supply chain around battery-related materials, focused predominantly around the refining of raw materials into a finished battery-grade product. But also the second part, which you bring up, is Tesla, Elon, talking about lithium being a new oil. Now, in context, I think what, what, what people might not appreciate is these companies that critically need supply of lithium in order to manufacture EVs, uh, in order to manufacture cathode materials, battery cells, you're going to need to have lithium, you're gonna to need to have offtake agreements. And I think you're just starting to see uh, some of the reaching from OEMs like Tesla for GM that are actually putting some of their own capital into the upstream sector, into some of these lithium uh, companies. You saw Stellantis do that over in Europe. Um, you, saw, uh, you saw Ford do that with, with where you're seeing real capital getting behind mm -hmm. the intention right. of bring up the supply chain. That goes extremely well for all these individual producers. David, a great conversation. Really on point. I appreciate it. David Deckelbaum, analyst coming oil evening. and gas exploration and production over at Cowan. Thank you for joining us on the show.